0: 413 on The Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Coming up on Saturday, this sounds very interesting. Party Like It's 1945 Hangar Dance. 7 p.m. at the Maverick Air Center, 420, 4201 North Maverick Place. That's out by the airport. Enjoy live big band music, food and beverages, 15 bucks gets you in its fundraiser to support the mission to keep World War II airplanes flying, educational programs, and support the goal of building a museum honoring the active history of South Dakota's role in World War II. You can find out more at foss caf So that sounds like it'd be fun. I love big band music. So meanwhile, back in the city, skateboarding is still not a crime. And so we got Jeff Zuger and Walter Ports in here because they are behind an effort, organizing an effort to build a new and modern skate park in our fair city. Uh, gentlemen, thanks for being here in the studio.
1: Thank you for having us. Thanks. So,
0: What's wrong with the skate parts we got? We got two skate parks. There's ramps. I see the kids out there all the time doing the thing. We're fine, right?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: sure. Uh, So why do we need a new one?
2: The delivery on that kind of threw me off. That's Um, okay. You know, it really became clear to me. I uh, took my 12-year-old nephew out there. He's new to skateboarding. I'm not skating anymore. I'm too old and fragile at this point. And uh, everything was completely intimidating. It was built too big for a beginner. Uh, So that was kind of a baseline for me. And I recognize like when I was a more advanced skater, when I was younger, Mm -hmm. that a lot of the obstacles that are there now really aren't built for that either. You know, they kind of were built for something in the middle. Um, You know, obviously we spent a lot of money on them, but they just don't quite do the job I think they should do.
0: And so uh, skateboarding though, it's, is skateboarding still a thing? I mean, I think about skateboarding when I was a kid in the '70s, right? And you know, we would put we take apart roller skates and bolt them onto a the piece of the plywood. Obviously, it came a long way after that. But is it still big with with the kids? I,
1: I think honestly, probably it's as big it's as big as it's ever been. Maybe not. Um, it's had I know it's had its ups and downs throughout the '60s. It was big in the '70s. It was big in the eight. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of does its. Uh, Up and down thing, but I think with the X Games going, you know, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, it's become Mm -hmm. mainstream. And once something is mainstream, it's you know I don't I don't see it going away.
0: Yeah, you're talking about um, a pretty significant portion of the youth population that's skateboarding at some level, Uh, whether they're good at it or not. That's not really the issue, right? Do you do you have any handle on like how many people use the skate parks or anything like that?
2: You know, I know, I person from personal experience. I know a lot of s- ad- kind of more advanced skateboarders that don't use those parks. Yeah, um, they've kind of moved on to something else, built their own little private spots, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's not really on on the scale that they need. Yeah. Um, I I mean I would guess that whatever potential we have for numbers um, would substantially increase if we had a a spot that was you know, safe for everyone, you know, accessible to all ages. I've had moms of seven year old boys reach out to me and say, Hey, make sure that we include Mm -hmm. something for my kid because we went to the park once and we won't be back because it just wasn't right. So I think that there are, you know, probably several hundred kids actively skating on a, on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. But I would imagine that that number could be substantially higher. Um, you know, if we gave them the right opportunities.
0: So tell us what this would be. We we kind of have an idea of what our current ones, if you, there's one at Drake Springs, there's one at Keene. Um, and so we got kind of an idea what that is. But why is, how is this, your proposal different? And, and what would, how do you want to do it?
1: Well, I would say the biggest thing is it's going to fit into the environment down there. Um, I, I honestly, When you say
0: down there, where do you want to put it?
1: Good question. That's a good question. We are basically across the river from Faywick Park. Mm-hmm. There's an overpass. Well, the, the uh, eastbound viaduct, it would start there, and then it kind of comes down to this little slice of pie. There's just mm-hmm. this nice little piece of land there. The bike path goes right through there. Mm-hmm. Um, we see it being more of a uh, like an urban plaza. As opposed to just a skateboard only park, people come down there, hang out, eat their lunch, um, that sort of thing. Like
2: uh, live music maybe, you right. know, there's all kinds of things. Maybe
1: we had talked about possibly, you know, expanding the sculpture walk over there. Sure. Maybe there's a mural walk type thing. or um, you know, there's lots of it's kinda cool because it's kind of buying its by itself there, but we all know what's going to be happening with the development down right there. It's, because this it's is going right to be a perfect little uh little pathway basically to that new new development
0: yeah because you come up off the river across from faywick and then there's a kind of a plateau a lot of people don't go back there but that leads right into um eighth and railroad yeah. and the where the uh switching yard is and so that's all changing in the next 10 or 20 years yep. um, I really
2: picture this, um, my business is in Nathan Railroad and I picture this as kind of the south point of the East Bank Yeah, um, and, and you know I was mentioning to you before when the developers were here talking about you know kind of roughly planning out ideas there when I met with some of them uh, they thought the idea would be a great addition to what we're doing in, in a space that really isn't usable for anything else
0: mm-hmm. you know Yeah, it's under the viaduct. It's not like there's some there's people chomping at the bit. We didn't we didn't put
1: it right out in the middle of the new development out there. We uh we we knew better than that. We figured we better kind of. But it's the perfect place. I mean, it really is. It kind of. In fact, when Walter and I kind of both said we had places in mind, we explained the same chunk of land to each other. That's interesting. That's interesting. So so.
0: You, so we're here with Jeff Zuger and Walter Ports. They're working on an uh, organizing an effort to build a new skate park in downtown Sioux Falls. Now, I should say Jeff's been on the program before. He's involved with White Wall Sessions. Yep. That's why you may know him. Walter, you said uh, your office is in 8th and Railroad. What do you do? So
2: I own Studio Blue Photography. Cool. Um, we do commercial photography, weddings, kind of a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah, and so you guys both grew up skating, right? Yep. Do you ever you said your your career is kind of behind you, but do you still ever, you know, get the urine and like maybe I just actually, a little bit?
1: I actually purchased a, a a remake of one of my skateboards from the seventies this summer. Messed around a little bit out in the parking lot, but nothing too crazy. I didn't you know, wasn't doing any any crazy tricks or anything. Yeah, you're like,
0: What's my deductible again? <laughs>
1: yeah. I do I do
2: ride occasionally but just casually. I'm not I'm not trying to uh skate ramps or anything at this point
0: yeah you know i see a lot of the, the longboards now are a thing right yeah. but that's a little different kind of deal Th- that's probably not a skate park would not be the best place to use one of those longboards, would it i don't yeah. i don't
2: know i mean there be a handful of obstacles that you might be able to use the yeah. advantage to a longboard is you can go fast and they're very stable yeah you see them so
1: on the uh, bike, bike trail, trail is yeah. where that comes into but
2: play my kind of my kind of stopping point of skateboarding was at 30, I went down Cliff Avenue Hill and then it was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like put the cap on that. Like, let's just not do that anymore. I have frightened myself. Yes.
0: Uh, so when we talk about uh, kids who are skateboarding, you know, I think that there still remains, even though it's mainstream, there's this uh, stereotype of skate kids being, you know, skate punks and troublemakers and, you know, y- y- you know, maybe a uh, uh, smoking dope back behind the building. Tell us who a skate a kid who's uh, into skateboarding is really like. Who are we talking about
2: here? Well, all of those things, and computer programmers, yeah. and media directors, and photographers, and mm-hmm. I mean, just like any other part of the population. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, if you think back to high school, you knew the football players that were smoking dope behind the stands. <laughs> yeah, that's like, right. That you know that kind of stuff. You can't completely get rid of it, but I think a couple of things hold true with skateboarding. On a Friday or Saturday night, where do you find most 21- to 25-year-old guys? In the bar. Yeah, where do you find a 21- to 25-year-old skateboarder?
0: Not in a bar. Not in a bar, right. And it is an athletic activity.
1: They're athletes. Yeah. There's no doubt about it.
0: Um, And, you know, the other thing is you can do it by yourself. It's not a team sport. Do you find that it is uh, an outlet for kids who maybe don't fit in other places?
1: Uh, You know, there's what I'm not sure the exact population of Sioux Falls, but I think we're up over the metro is up over 200,000 people. I mean, there's close to 250, yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about how many kids there are. Not all of them are even going to be able to afford to be, you know, involved with team sports. Um, There aren't really a lot of non team sports facilities really that you can mm-hmm. or you can ski and i mean yeah but or, that's all Oops, or on. activities in general right like, sorry i just wanted to add yep. on to that
2: like there, there's not a lot for kids ages 13 you know once they kind of start falling out of the team sport mm-hmm. thing you know there aren't a lot of athletic activities in particular but right. activities in general for 13 to 21 year olds to do yeah and i think one nice thing about skateboarding i've, I've talked a little bit with police officers locally about it and mm-hmm. They kind of like it because they police themselves. Yeah, you know, like true. they don't they don't put up with anything. You know, if somebody's screwing around at the park, get out. Yeah, if you're harassing a kid, no thanks.
1: Yeah. I I would think if we gave them some place to go, it's going to take them off the street. It's going to give them something mm-hmm. positive to do. Right. That's just the. Th- I mean, there's really not a big enough space to have a lot of kids skating at one time. Yeah.
0: So this this park would be okay we've seen the ramps but uh, what you're talking about people may have seen is almost like a it's a concrete uh, curved sort of uh, inspired by the old California swimming pool thing right only shaped differently is that a, is that a good explanation of it?
2: Yeah uh, you know some of the stuff goes back to like the in the in the early late 70s early 80s mm-hmm. they did like snake runs and things like that in California skate parks. Um, but I think that this could be a combination of some of that paired with some benches, some, you know, different, different types of obstacles. Um, and I think some of the developers that are doing these parks have really incorporated some really artistic ideas into them, you know, uh, ribbon shaped concrete that Mm -hmm. you can ride, Mm -hmm. you know, all kinds of interesting things.
1: It can become a art, art form and an aesthetic of the environment we, we feel. Cool.
0: So, uh, where are you guys in this process then? You, I, I first saw it on, on a Facebook page. You've got a Facebook page. You've got, you've got some people who are behind it. Uh, what are what are you going to do? How are you going to do this?
2: Well, to give you some idea, we talked about this about a year ago. Nothing really came of it. Um, Jeff and I together, we both had that same idea. And then on Thursday of last week, I got a text from Jeff saying, I think is the time to do it. <laughs> There've been a couple of of things happening in the in the skateboard culture locally, and so from there, you know, what do we have? Nine hundred people following oh, it 900 already. Nine hundred
1: as of today, wow. and it has not even been a week. So that's that's. And you've that's got, got a got lot. Some legs behind you've it also already.
0: got a lot of publicity. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's it's connected somehow. I mean, you're on this show, but you've been everywhere, right? I mean, everybody's very interested in what you're doing.
2: And we only really kind of half-heartedly reached out to one person we know who works for one but everything else has been organic i mean your call was i think
0: organic yeah well zuger you know he's connected to
2: everybody yeah yeah. that's a problem uh
0: so uh in the last little time we have here uh what's next what do you need do you need the city to get on board or uh, what what do you got to have
1: um actually we i made contact with the parks department today and they are very open to meeting with us um we're gonna have our organizational meeting this wednesday and once we can kind of process i don't want to go to the city till we kind of have a plan and kind of know you know what what we're doing um there's really no reason to get them involved before we know what we're doing but they're very open to talking to us and uh you know i'm excited about meeting with them
0: yeah so um what if people want to get involved what do they do
1: I would say at this point, just follow our Facebook page, really. And I what's mean, it called? It's uh, the Sioux Falls Downtown Skateboard Association.
0: Okay, outstanding. And then you can get updates on what's going on, and they can contact you yep. through that.
1: Yep, absolutely.
2: And if you're really interested and motivated to come out tomorrow night, come, please come Backside of me. 8th and
0: Railroad, 7.30 p.m. Backside of 8th and Railroad, that'll be the east side of 8th, yep. 8th and Railroad, 7.30? 7.30 And you guys would just be hanging out back there?
2: Yeah, we're just going to kind of get everybody together and chat a little about what we want to do and, you know, take a few ideas from other people, maybe walk over, look at the space we're talking about mm-hmm. and uh, just get some people that are interested coming down.
0: That's outstanding. Guys, uh, Walter Ports and Jeff Zuger, thank you for coming in today and filling us in on this. And, uh, you know, keep us updated.
1: Uh, we will. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no we problem. We appreciate it.
0: Right after the break uh after the news with mr dan peters we're going to come back and talk with sam trebilcock he's a city planner for sioux falls he deals with a lot of transportation stuff so clearly we have a lot to talk about this is the patrick lally show on information 1000 k s o o while you're getting